And welcome back to another edition of Podcast Quincy's City View with Mayor Tom Koch. And my name is Mark Carey, his media director, and I am with his honor, Mayor Tom Koch, in his office. Hello, Mayor. Hello, Mark. How are you doing today on this Friday afternoon? Absolutely magnificent day. We just came down from uh, the farmer's market, which opened up today at the Kilroy Square by the new garage, by the Fours. A uh, bunch of beautiful pop-up tents set up. The vendors are in place. A lot of activity and buzz. And I think later this afternoon, the beer garden opens up with um, Widowmaker in the yeah. same area. It's really a lot of vibrancy down there. It's great to see it. I just saw it, and I uh, was blown away at... I remember you talking about that before, you know, we're going to really activate this space. It's going to be great. Well, this is what it looks like, and this is what activating this space in downtown looks like. It was really cool. People were excited. Uh, you know, the, the farmer's market used to be at that old location when it was an old, decrepit asphalt lot. And then they went yeah. to Pageant Field where we everything was under construction. And they enjoyed Pageant Field, but we felt with all the walking traffic in around Quincy Center, it belongs back here. And Timmy Cahill and the chamber working with... Uh, Janet and Kevin Little and Hausnack, they kind of coordinate it. Uh, so it's, uh, I think it's a great space. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, it really looked great. So that's another exciting thing. Check that out on Fridays and Saturdays now, right? I Friday, believe so. I'm Fridays not sure the hours. The summer, yeah. Yes. Fridays and Saturdays, I think it's noon to five. Uh, I know it is on Fridays for sure, probably on Saturdays as well. So check that out. Probably earlier on Saturday. Yeah, you think yeah, so? Maybe 10 or 11, but yeah, all right. check it out. Tim asked me to play. I might play at it one day. Really? Oh, at the end, so you can clean people out? <laughs> I'm going to go home, folks. As soon as I start playing, they'll leave is what the mayor just said right now. That's what he meant, in case you didn't get the sarcasm. I wasn't clear enough. Friends? <laughs> <laughs> no. So anyway, uh, what a week. What an amazing week. It feels like we're back. We're out. We're outside. It's a beautiful summer day today. And uh, we had a big, big press conference here yesterday where this is a, a really important and very crucial uh, next steps. In, in uh, We have $300 million in private investment coming into the city. And uh, why don't you talk about that, Mayor? Sure, sure. Well, we've seen the progress to date. We just talked about uh, Kilroy Square, the garage, the O'Connell building, the LBC building west of Chestnut. So really the first major phase was mostly on the east side of Hancock Street, on the west side, we've seen the uh, the Galvin brothers put up the two new buildings on the corner of Hancock and what was Cliveden, now Dunford Drive. And those condominiums sold much higher than they ever expected they would, and they, they did very, very well. Well, we always planned on moving now to the west side of Hancock over to the tracks uh, along Brigham Parkway. So uh, exciting, exciting stuff. So, you know, we looked at the first part of the development to Quincy Santa. It was West of Chestnut, Quincy Mutual, 150-year-old company. Chestnut Place, Peter O'Connell, O'Connell family. They've been in the development business for 50 years in Quincy. Yeah. State Street South, Marina Bay, Quarry Hills, and LBC being the new newcomer out of Boston. Um, what's exciting is we have two new major players here that are coming here to invest, as you suggested. I think the number's in around $310 million of private investment to our downtown. And I know that there's some probably naysayers out there. Oh, here we go. Something goes to the city, building more apartments. <laughs> um, I think they sound just like that too. When I read it on Facebook, <laughs> that's how it rings in my ear. But go ahead. Well, the reality is this is what this is what the master plan called for: a new 24/7 neighborhood that will be a mixed use, residential units and entertainment, restaurants, retail, commercial buildings, parking facilities. It's happening. In the downtown where it should happen. Imagine that, in the downtown. <laughs> I know there's some people that still think Sears and Roebuck is coming back. It's not going to happen, folks. The retail world's changed dramatically. The malls are now struggling to stay in existence because of Amazon and what people can do in the shopping online. The pandemic really 
probably move that 10 years ahead of where it would have been. Magnified, uh, no yeah. question. So uh, very exciting. Uh, the old family dollar store, which is uh, as you come in from Granite, heading south at Hancock, it's on the right-hand side, the big orange-yellow letters on the building. Orange and pink, I think it is, whatever it is. Uh, anyway, one-story building. There's nothing upstairs. You know, the real estate in the downtown has gone up dramatically. And this time, when we're running out of land, you want to maximize the use of the land. So Joey Akari, uh, for those of you who don't know who he is, Joey is the president of Broadway Hospitality Group. He's made his uh, mark really in South Boston. Yeah, he sure has. Uh, best known as the founder of the successful Tavern in the Square restaurant group. They have 15 total restaurants. Last few years, he's also been in the real estate business. They've done a number of apartments and condos in South Boston and north of Boston. So we're thrilled to have Joey. I was kidding with him. Because when they uh, told me who he was and he was coming in to see me, I expected an Italian gentleman with the name Joey Akari. <laughs> and he came in and he has an Irish brogue. Yep. It was, uh, so he's got uh, Irish and Italian background, but, but a great guy. Loves Quincy. Yeah. All excited. And uh, he's got, Family Dollar Store's got some time left on the lease. So while that time is going on, this will give him time to now go through the process of permitting with Quincy Planning Board and Department, uh, get his stuff together, get all his documents and spec together so that it'll be ready to go by the time that lease is up. So that's very, very exciting. And then, of course, the next two buildings next to him, one has what's called the Taekwondo building in it. It's Taekwondo school that's in there. Next to that is a donut shop and some other things in there. I'm not sure what else is in there. If you look at the back of that building, it's all boarded up on the backside. It's not a very attractive building. Those two buildings, as part of the package, we're going to purchase with the approval of the city council. And I want to emphasize that when we do that, the money comes out of what's called the DIF account, District Improvement Financing. So as we build out our city and the, the center has exploded in value, that new value is created and we're able to segregate that. And then those new infrastructure, uh, roads, parks, whatever is in the downtown, get paid for from those new taxes and new value in the downtown. So if you live on... Uh, some street in another part of our city, you're worried about your taxes, your taxes don't go toward this. It comes out of the taxes of the downtown, if you will. Very said, important. No, yeah, say I've been that saying that from day one, yeah. that the downtown would pay for itself, and it is. So uh, at least to date, and we've certainly had some grants from the federal and state governments as well. So any of these improvements you read about, these will come out of the downtown. And we explain that every time, but... There's, uh, there's certain public officials that don't Rinse, repeat. Them. Yes. Rinse, repeat. At any rate, so next to that is what's called the arcade building. That's the long building with the two stories. It's got those big square windows uh, up on the second floor. The whole second floor is vacant. Most of the first floor is vacant. It's uh, It's been in the same family, two or three generations. They don't care about Quincy. They have invested zero in that building for a long time. I'm pleased to say that Sam Slater has purchased that site paid significant money for that site. But let's talk a little about Sam Slater. You may have read, uh, those listening may have read a little bit about his first foray into Quincy with their proposed 16-story building in North Quincy down by the Kennels and Domino's Pizza and Brits Electric. Right if you can come over the Neponset Bridge into Quincy, you'll be on your right. It's kind of a depressed area if you're a little, a little bit. Um, you got a high-rise next to the bridge and a high-rise across the street at 100 Hancock. It doesn't really have an adverse effect on any neighborhood. By going high, he... He gets the views of Neponset River up and down, as well as Boston Harbor. So it will demand a decent market rents. So when he came to Quincy to talk about that, I said, Sam, would you do me a favor? 
can we take a walk on the downtown? I'd love for you to look at the downtown. And uh, he's really fallen in love with Quincy. He, yeah. He really is. Uh, Sam is a managing partner of Tremont Asset Management and Slater Family Holdings. They're a major developer in Back Bay, Brookline, and in the region. They get 3,500 multifamily residents that they, they own and oversee. He's a partner of the bo- and, a, and a board member of the Seattle Kraken NHL expansion team. The Climate Pledge Arena they're going to play in will be the first net zero certified arena in the world. Mm. He's also a successful movie producer. I've seen a couple of his movies, by the way. Yeah. I mean, really good. He's, he's, really good. he's a very, very interesting mm. guy. He's got a family. He's got some kids. Um, very, very interesting. So when we talked to him, he said, you know what? I like what I see. I like what's going on. And uh, so he bought that property. So he's looking at a 15-story building there. Joey Carries is a seven-story building. Both of them on the first floor, very large restaurant space that will flow out into the new park that we'll be developing. So it's going to be a magnificent space. Yeah. And, you know, and I'm sure somebody out there is going to say, well, don't we have enough restaurants? But <laughs> no. Uh, and you never have enough restaurants. Go to the North End, right? How many restaurants are in the North End? They're it's all 100, busy. hundred, yeah, so, probably. So you know how it works. The more you yeah. build, the more quality you have, the more people come. Sure. And if Alba's full, you go over to this place. If that place is full, you go to 16C. If mm-hmm. that's full, it, it gives people great options. So, in fact, Joey Akari's is going to be a two-story restaurant, mm. a 5,000-square-foot restaurant, which is pretty incredible. Uh, and his place in Boston is incredible. My daughter goes there all the time. But, does she? Uh, okay. Yeah. I, yeah, I honestly can say I've never been, but yeah. I've heard great things about great. these places. Yeah, yeah. great uh, reputation. Knows what he's doing. Yes, which is great, and then uh, then further down the street, the the old Messina lot. I, you know, people wouldn't know what that means. But Messina was the owner of that. The old theater building that used to be up there was torn down a number of years to make way for the new roadway. And then of course the land goes back to the developer. That's how the law works. So they double dipped, and the Messina family did very very well under the law for the purchase of their property, and they're suing for more. Never enough. But anyway, um, that parcel. We had been shopping from with some major developers. Um, I asked the developers if they would consider building as part of a program there, the Performing Arts Center. And look, we use the term Performing Arts Center, but right. that's going to be more inclusive than that. Sam's eyes just lit up. He's at the, he's at the conference table, the same table mm. he's sitting at. His eyes lit up, and there was this pause, and I could see him just thinking it through. He said, you know, if you asked me just to do another residential building, I'd, I'd say, eh, I'm, that doesn't really uh, excite me. But you really got my juices going. Mm. He said, well, you got me thinking on this thing. He says, look, give me, give me a few weeks. Went back to his team a few weeks later. His team said, I don't think we can pull it off. He sat with his team, and he became the engineer and the architect. The, the guy is very, very sharp. And uh, he recommended some things. They came back with some new iterations and drawings, and that's what we announced the other day. Now, this needs... It's going to be a lot of work. This is mm. going to be very unique on a real estate deal. We'll need a land disposition agreement with the city council. We got to figure out uh, how it's built, who pays for all of it, uh, how it's operated afterward. Is it a nonprofit? How is the city involvement? How is his involvement being in his building? How do we deal with the parking? There's a lot of pieces to this that we have to work out. But both sides are truly committed to it, and we're assembling great teams with with tremendous backgrounds financial, legal, uh, real estate, to really to put it together. So we're, we're really uh, really excited about it. We're going to set up a calendar, a schedule this summer that we'll be meeting every other week to put the great minds together, to come up with a program that we can present to the city council mm. uh, that will make sense, that will... By the way, um, it's, as you know, Mark, mm-hmm. 
Quincy 400. We talked about I'm this issue. I'm more excited about this theater than you could possibly imagine. Well, as yeah. you know, we, yeah. we heard from people time and time sure. and time again, whether it was in person or whether it was by survey, uh, it was an email, that this was something the people of Quincy are looking for. And the group that you put together to sort of come up with, tell us what your needs are in the theater That's community. Right. And a number of people served on that. Mm-hmm. Laurie O'Connell chaired it for us. Mm-hmm. She's got the dance school. Uh, yep. A lot of interest. Now, at the end of the day, I don't know if we can build something that is going to make all of them happy. Of course, yeah. Because they come from different angles and, and different interests. Uh, but we're going to do our best to create a beautiful facility that will be versatile so we can have different types of entertainment, movies, comedy shows, um, maybe the symphony, or whatever. A center for the cultural arts. Yes, indeed, indeed. And it's going to have the amenities with it. And of course, I know we've talked about this before too, is is we want to name it for our first ladies. I love it. We want to honor Abigail and Louisa Catherine, who were great partners to their husbands and in the early uh, creation of this nation. uh, And they made their contributions in their own right. And then, of course, we will be recognizing a number of folks that went on in the theater world, the arts world that did very well, and some of the older ones would be... From Quincy. Uh, Lee Remick, of course. We have Ruth Gordon. Exactly. Those Auntie are, M those from Wizard of Oz. Uh, many. Billy DeWolf. Yeah, there's, there's yeah. a lot of folks yeah. that... Uh, went, and then there's, there's, I know some kids now that write for shows in California. They're in, they're yeah. in the business. business. So yeah. uh, Chris Myers, another one. Great Quincy yeah. kid. He's involved yeah. um, he in the world, that movie world. So Fairly Brothers it's producer. A, and, it's exciting. Yeah. So it's And there's a lot of buzz around it. So... To be able to pull this off is going to be very challenging, but but we believe it's doable. Otherwise, we wouldn't have talked about it publicly. Mm. Uh, it's a handsome structure. It's about 460,000 square feet, which is a very good size building. So it's got a big footprint, and this will go up about 15 stories. Love some parking under it, and we'll be looking at garage space for additional parking to accommodate the new Performing Arts Center. So it's really, really exciting. But it also really goes, it, it, you know, I remember look, we looked at this lot a while back and you were talking about this idea about having it in this lot or if we could. Sure. But the back entrance now is that that is the beautiful brand new space in that park that's about to go up with the General's Bridge and the General's Park and really something else. It's going to be beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's, in fact, they're paving down there today. I know. The final great. pavement on those roads, General Dunford Drive, General McConville Way, really exciting. So that new road goes from the new garage uh, there wasn't a road there before. Yeah. Dunford Drive connects to Hancock, then crosses the old Cliveden Street, becomes Dunford Drive, right. goes to the Bergen Parkway over the bridge. Yeah. And crossing that from the other direction, more north-south, is McConville Way from Hannon to Granite. So in that new space, and many people haven't gone through there, and understandably so, mm-hmm. but we've created a brand new park in there that's going to honor the generals. We'll be dedicating September 11th along with the bridge. But the biggest portion, it's the park's in three phases, the first two phases tell the stories of the generals. has a military theme, has some water elements. The third park, which is the biggest piece, is it's got trees around it, walkways, but it's a wide open grass area because we were waiting to see what we're going to do at that corner. Yeah. So Mr. Slater, Sam Slater, came back with some drawings that shows a pretty amazing building to show the major lobby for the new Performing Arts Center to be at that level. As, you, as people know, if you drive by there, the site... Topography changes. Hancock Street's up higher. Yeah. That back side, which will be the front side yeah, right. of the Performing Arts Center, is is now going to face that gorgeous new park. And we're going to be able to do some great things for the First Ladies. And some of the names you mentioned, uh, great actresses and actors and theater people and mm-hmm. remarkable stuff. So this is going to be extremely exciting. And by the way, it's kind of reinvigorating 
the whole 400 committee. Right. I mean, this pandemic has put a damper on everything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but now we're, we're back at it, and uh, it's just kind of a resurgence, if you will, I think, yeah. of an energy and enthusiasm in There's some of the happened. things we talked about. Yeah, a lot yes. happening behind the scenes. But overall, this really does, from the, from years ago, I mean, this has been a 50 years in the making of the downtown redevelopment. There's been a lot of hiccups. There's been a lot, nothing, the movement slowed for many, many decades until... Uh, even even after the the, the uh, recession of two thousand eight and nine, and Streetworks was involved, and they were out, it's really coming together now. It's coming together beautifully, and it's attracted outside private investment, which is huge. Obviously, there's a pub- public investment; it goes hand in hand. The first project we did was the Hancock Adams Common, which has been so well received. Yeah, it's like the living room for the downtown. Yeah, it really is <laughs> the or campus the, or, the, or the parlor, as yeah. the old folks would say. <laughs> Uh, but it's yeah. it's truly exciting to see it coming together. And this is where we always talked about, nobody should be surprised. This is where we talked about density, height, maximum use of the area. This is the heart of the downtown. This is where you want it to happen. By the way, the Stop and Shop building was built uh, back in the 70s. Arthur Tobin was the mayor. That's a pretty significant size building. Mm. That's a major commercial building yep. with some height. And so these new buildings will be in that range or up a couple of stories higher. Um, You know, you walk by Peter O'Connell's building in Chestnut Place, you don't feel like you're next to this big building. You don't. There's green space around it. But from other parts of the city, it really stands out. But you don't feel it when you're walking around it. And that's really a great sign of good planners and great architects. Right. Uh, Really. It's not a monstrosity. It's a handsome building. It's a Class A building. And we're going to be looking at the similar type construction on the westerly side with the Slater and Akari projects. It's it's incredible. And, you know, again, I'm sure there'll be some folks that may not like some of this, but and this will work beautifully with, across McConville Way, the Fox Rock plans mm. for a med- medical office building, a garage, and a hotel with some additional residences. It's it's really, really awesome. I'm so excited about it. it really I is, know. Because there's been a lot of planning on this. In fact, to my detractors out there, if, if there's anybody listening... They predicted that I would never get elected again after we had to fire Streetworks, the master developer initially. They helped us get our plan together. They helped us get leverage those plans to get the federal and state money in to get the changes done on infrastructure, the moving of the Tom Brook, the creation Mm -hmm. of the Hannon Parkway. And a lot of people over the years have been involved in this issue, but it's really cool to see it coming together. And nobody should be surprised. This was and continues to be the master plan for the downtown. Yeah, not everyone has patience in these kind of things, and we understand that's the way the world is today. We want it Well, there's that, and then there's those people don't get it until they see it built. Right, you know, right. that's, that's just the way it is as well. And the beautiful open space that I didn't even see. I mean, this, these these new parks are just, that sort of make it lend well to buildings and everything else around us. Nice. Yeah, you, you know, you, you need the green. You need the, the breathing space, as, as I always call it, the pocket packs that we're creating, and, and boy, I you know I don't have a dog. I love dogs, but everyone has a dog now, so they need a place to to get out and walk around. Yeah. And, and we saw that with the pandemic, right? People trying to get out and just get fresh air. Yep. And um, so you're constantly planting trees and doing all things like that. We'll talk more about these things as we move. We wanted to really just kind of fill people in on the podcast on what that was all about. Yeah. So we'll be um, we'll be you know talking more publicly soon. The fill the first building that'll come out of the ground out of this project will probably be the. Arcade building went across from Alba, that 15-story. Subsequent to that, Joey Akari's would come out of the ground. And the third one would be the, as we figure it out and bake in the new plan for that Messina lot for the special, special facility this is going to be to honor the arts. Uh, That's that will be the last piece of it. And then, of course, next year, we're going to be in the ground with the Fox Rocks building. So it's going to yeah. be a busy area. But uh, 
I know you mentioned it, the General's Bridge and Park. We're dedicating September 11th. If you're a veteran out there from Quincy or you live in Quincy as a veteran, call our office, 617-376-1990. We'd love to have you on the honorary committee. Fantastic. Good show. Mayor, what do you think? Anything else we need to talk about today? Uh, have a great weekend, everybody. All right. We'll talk to you next time, folks. <laughs>